want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. And we're back. Oh my uh, god. Didn't pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I just hurt my other eye, I think. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, busted blood vessels. Bro, I think I really did. Eyes. I think I did 20 seconds on that. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> good. We are losing. We have to lose so many. I showed you about all of our numbers. I bet you 90% of the followers we lost aren't from jokes when we make about the Swedish. It's about my ands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, no, this is going too long. I'm done with this episode. I'm, d- I'm done with this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and we are back. Um Hey everybody, we uh, are back. This is bootlegging a. Let me introduce real quick. We're getting too far already. This is bootlegging (laughs) a Boardwalk Empire podcast, and this is your host Colton. And this is Chris. And we are back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, we are back. We had a short little break. Um, Yeah, a bit. It was a nice little break. Um, got some stuff done, getting ready for the baby over here. Yeah. She is still not here, but she is definitely on her way. And I don't mean as in like I'm I'm in the labor room right now on the way, but she will be here soon. <laughs> Basically, but. <laughs> uh, um, we are getting ready. My house is, well, I say house, I'm in a condo. What am I saying? My condo <laughs> is literally nothing but a episode of Hoarders. But instead of trash, <laughs> it's all brand new baby stuff. I kid you not. Chris, we are doing this on Skype right now. Watch this. My hands. Oh, look. A baby toy. Look at that. I just. <laughs> it's everywhere. And also, like, I feel like you guys have uh, have have baby proofed yourselves and your house more than I think I ever did. Like me and my, <laughs> more than me and my wife ever. Like you, you guys are doing the classes. You guys are doing. Like, y'all are going all out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, I learned some interesting stuff in the classes, though. I There was some, like, uh, you know, like, I you would be amazed how many old women, and this is no knock on old <laughs> women or anything like that, but how many old women have asked us if we've taken Lamaze classes? Really? Th- that's not a thing anymore, from what I no, understand. No, no, it's not at all. Nope. Like, they don't teach that. Like, one of the classes we took, the like the lady was like, you know what? She was like, um, no, don't do that breathing stuff and all that. She's like, mom, she's like, get up and squat. Like, do some stuff. And then I'm yep. sitting there in my head. I'm like, oh, no, squatting. Like, whoo. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about this baby just like all of a sudden like on like a little like umbilical cord like, you know, like repelling <laughs> out. Like he's going splunking. It's like bungee. <laughs> like splunking. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, it's been a trip. Like the classes have been good though. They've been like, it's not necessarily baby prepping, but it is. It's it's kind of also informative, which has been kind of cool. Like, yeah, little things, you know. Like, um, yeah, it's it's been, yeah. But then, yeah, no. Uh, trust me, the house we have been going everywhere. So, um, <laughs> locking up stuff, throwing away. I have thrown away so much garbage that I didn't realize we had. 
Like I will say, like <laughs> I mean, your place definitely did need baby proofing because uh, we went we went to you guys' place. Um, I didn't know what you're going to say. <laughs> And I, I think we might have talked about this in one of the other episodes. I, I can't remember. But we went to the house, and uh, we went for a pool party. We brought our boys, because we have two boys. And um, <laughs> Colton literally had to run into the dining room and be like, oh, crap, hang on. <laughs> he went and pulled, like, three guns out of just, they were, like, on the table and on the, it's, there's shit. It's <laughs> my everyday <laughs> carries. There were guns all <laughs> over the house. He's like, wait, wait, I got to clean all this stuff. I was like, dude. <laughs> You got a baby coming. You got to lock that shit up. The only reason, so just for listeners here, I am ex-law enforcement. I I do amateur shooting competitions. Um, I'm very active in like gun sports and stuff like that in the Houston area. Yeah, it's not that he just has guns all around. (laughs) Like Colton's is, is legit. Like he knows what he's doing, but... I, just really, I would really never, I would never do this with a child in the house because as soon as I realized <laughs> he was bringing his kids, I was like, "Oh God, no!" And I'm like <laughs> running and locking things up and stuff like that. Uh, since then, we have locked up uh, the majority of my firearms, got, like samurai swords <laughs> hidden up under the <laughs> table and crossbows and shit. <laughs> so we've uh, had to do that. <laughs> um it's just been yeah getting everything figured out like we our biggest thing was just we didn't realize how much just stuff we've held on to and it was like why the fuck do i have this book about this like side adventure of darth vader (laughs) like (laughs) this like these like random things and it's just like i gotta get rid of some of this shit if it's shadows of the empire that is that is the best book for Star Wars, so you it was do not. not. You don't talk shit on that one. It was, uh, yeah, so we've been cleaning. I think we've gotten rid of like, about five trash bags of garbage, so. Nice. Just I've, I've, I myself have been uh, Marie condoing my garage today, so. <laughs> so that's yeah. my next step. I need to get, I have so much shit in my garage, my little one-car garage that I have to get rid of. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, sat some stuff out at one point. I was just like, you know what? Let me just get – I had some old golf clubs I've been trying to sell forever, and I was like, let me just set these out here. I was like, let the trash take care of it. I set them outside, walked inside, came back out. They were gone. They were gone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that was easy enough. I was like, I should have done this a long-ass time ago. Fucking... Somebody's out here um, playing golf with some shitty-ass golf clubs right now. Get some money for these. Like fucking... Some crackhead runs by. Oh, what's that guy's name from Friday? Fucking, yeah, it was, it was Dave Chappelle's character. Was, um, oh, I cannot remember now. Man, that was so long ago. But yeah, it's like some crack. Is I can oh get some money God. for this. Tyrone. That was it, Tyrone. Tyrone Biggums. <laughs> uh, thank you, teacher bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. All right. So um, speaking of a um, little bit of like, I guess, cleaning house that we're doing, um, right. some interesting things that have been going on in the break. You talking about Dave Chappelle reminded me I have been watch. I have been watching religiously in um, two different shows. Um, mm-hmm. I have completed Breaking Bad for nice. a third for time. What, third time. Yeah. Nice. Really good. That show still to this day holds up. Um, I know your wife. Oh yeah, is... Beth, Beth finished. It she finished also. it. Okay. So, yeah. did, how much did you watch of it? Um, eesh, not a whole lot, honestly. I mean, enough to to understand the story, what's going on, but um, I, I'm still completely in the shadows as how it ends. I okay. don't know anything about the ending, so 
I won't spoil. I'm not. Gonna, yeah, no, you're not going to spoil. It. <laughs> it's a good show. Uh, definitely, it still holds up very well. And it's not, it's not like it's been off the air that long, right? Uh, but like I said, it's been off the air longer than Sons of Anarchy. And it's been like five, six years, five years. Oh, I think maybe? it's been longer than that. I think. No way. Damn. I think it's been closer to seven. Shit. I think I could be wrong on that, but I think. Uh, but it definitely it does hold up. Like it's still a very well written show. Um, oh yeah. Even the first season, like I, I was getting hooked. That's why, I, like, I had to actively be like, "Nope, I can't watch this right now. I've, I've got so much other, shit. <laughs> I have too much going on right now. I can't. Watch you can't, this. can't invest. Well, and the thing about uh, Breaking Bad, I will say this is, if you do give it some time, you can definitely binge. Me and Meg both, uh, we watched it together, right? Like, I would do my thing, she would do her thing, and then we would watch Breaking Bad together because we were wanting to watch it all the way through on our own. Um, you can definitely get that done with. We binged it, I think, in the course of about two months. Yeah, I think that. I think that's about what. Actually, I think Beth finished it in like a month and a half. It wasn't. Oh, if it was like just me doing it. Oh no, I could get that done in a month, a month and a half, easy. It's you can binge that show very easily. It's definitely and it's definitely like binging it. Like what I've done, I have forgotten it because I watched that live for the most part. And so I was just like, man, I was like, I forgot like having to wait episode to episode to episode right. on this. So well, and see, you you mentioned before that it kind of follows the same, um, the kind of format that HBO does, in that they like pull stuff from like season one, yes. all the way through until the end. Like shit keeps coming back from older. Well, in the whole the whole series, and, and this isn't a spoiler alert. The whole series is over the course of just two years. Like that's it, oh, really, hmm. and 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 that's what's so interesting about it because the series took like I think five years or six years yeah, to to um air the the actual time frame because that was something that was talked about in the last season when it was airing like on different shows you'll never see a smartphone in it because when it was very first being right. made there was no such thing as smartphones and so at that time people were like why why do they keep using flip phones and everybody's like that's what they had back then. Like you yep. didn't, you didnn't have anything else. It so, wasn't that long ago. No, it really, we all, it really wasn't. I had my razor. Oh, I love that phone. <laughs> <laughs> <A> sidekick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I watched that and then I have started watching, uh, the Netflix series comedians getting coffee and cars with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So I give a very big recommendation to that. Um, a lot yeah, of I've seen a couple really episodes. good. They're pretty good. I, I would highly recommend my my favorite one so far has been um, he does do one with um, uh, Dave Chappelle that is awesome. really good. He does one with um, Martin Short that was I, think I saw clips from that one phenomenal. Him and Martin Short doing one together was really good, and him and Zach Galifianakis is a really good one. Oh, I haven't seen that one because <laughs> you because what makes them so good is you get to see the comedians like. Oh, okay. Like they're being like Zach Galifianakis. You get to see like his comedian side, but then like Jerry will even talk about certain things that Zach Galifianakis obviously doesn't agree with. Like Jerry Seinfeld's very big on if he's at a restaurant and you go up to him, just like, "Hey, can I get an autograph?" Jerry Seinfeld's like, "Yeah, man, no problem. Like, let me get you an autograph." Zach Galifianakis is like very opposite. He's like, "No, I'm in my personal get out of my face." Yeah, get out of my face. <laughs> and Jerry doesn't agree with Jerry Seinfeld doesn't agree with that. He's like, "No, he's like you chose to be a celebrity. This is a sacrifice you have to make." And so it's interesting to see them two they obviously respect each other, but their different views on stuff. It's 
highly recommend if you are into like the comedy scene, the comedy world and stuff like that. It's very it's a very good show to watch. Very interesting. Huh. I'll have to watch that one. What about you? Anything? Um, not really. Um, I've been dealing with the school work, all the uh, same old, same old. I did build a, I built a 3D printer. So oh, I saw that shit, dude. That's, that's fun. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I am I've so been jealous. To do that for a long time. I mean, I I was working for that company a while back. It's been like four, three or four years since I was working with that other company that right. you know, we developed a giant 3D printer. But ever since then, I've been wanting to build one. I finally did. So that's uh, that's so cool. Just a hobby, <laughs> but it, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I still have a lot of tweaking and you know, working on it to do, but it's, that's what I like to do. So. No, that's, it's so cool. There's so much that you can do with that. So I wish I knew like even 10% of what you knew. I'm, I'm going to print you a lower <laughs> that you can use. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Build it in and see how, uh, see how it works. So how did Colton get arrested? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will have no ties to it. It's all Colton. <laughs> oh man. Ghost guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we um, are going to go ahead and get into the episode. So uh, this is season four. We are well past halfway. Yep. Um, this is episode... This is the uh, downhill slope. Yeah, we are definitely on the downhill slope. Uh, this is episode, I believe, 37, if I remember correctly. So uh, we... Uh, what was the halfway point? I believe the halfway point was... We talked about it. Twenty-eight, if I remember correctly. So we're we're on we're well past this at this point. Yeah. Um. At uh, beginning of this of a new episode now. Episode title. Okay, let's just start from the beginning of this. We've already wasted thirteen minutes at or fifteen minutes <laughs> at this point bullshitting. Sorry, people. It's the first episode we're having. Fun. It's been a long break. It's been a long. It hasn't been as long as the last one, but it's still been a long one. No, yeah. Um, <clears throat> episode title is going to be um, New York Sour. Now, yeah. did you get anything out of this title other than? It's the, the drink that the that the girl orders. That's that's all I thought was that like okay, so it's it's a drink, which is cool because I I feel like um, it's it's kind of going back to the roots, right? Um, what was the one? I think it was in season. It might have been the first season. It was the first or second. There was a there was an episode titled uh, after the Pim's Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh shit. Okay, they went back to titling it not fucking obscure shit from the episode, and they went and titled it after a drink, which makes sense because it's a fucking bootlegging show. So right. No, absolutely. (laughs) Where's the drinks? (laughs) I was just, I was just a little bit surprised because every time I'm, I was, I. Uh, I was on HB on the HBO Go app, but I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, New York Sour. I'm like, and I I'll, and I'll be honest with you. The first time I watched it, I didn't even realize that was a drink she ordered. It took my second time watching. I was like, oh, okay, the chick's ordering a New York Sour. But right. then on top of that, I'm like, okay, but then that's not that big of a deal. The only thing I could think of like of why they would name it that is I've and and I don't know if this is true. I I um. Uh, I, I was kind of d- going off of some different things in my mind is that fact that maybe it's her ordering that drink is what's starting this this whole catalyst of this episode 
Because had she not ordered that drink, then Duns wouldn't have done what he had done. Right. And then we wouldn't have a dead body. You know, and 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 I don't know if this dead body comes up later. Obviously, something's going to come up because the chick's missing. You know, and, right. and, and we're going to get into that here in a minute. But I mean, I don't know if this is a catalyst, and maybe that's why they named it that. But that seems also very ob- obs- obscure. You know, like yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of strange to me. And, and uh, refresh my memory. Um, uh, Rostein, he's from Chicago, New York. Okay, and so that's why um, it's kind of double, you know, double meaning. Obviously, it means the drink, but there's, and we will get into it. But there is, there's some, uh, there's some sour going on between New York and uh, right. Well, and that was my other one. Is like, okay, it's a New York sour because Nucky's right. wanting to go to New York. I was also getting that as well. Right. So, and the drink. We'll find out in the break here in a little bit. The drink was also in, introduced in Chicago. Well. That was where it was actually invented at. So it's a fake-ass name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you were saying that I also was getting that. Like, maybe it's a sour taste between them, like a sour relationship. Right, exactly. So uh, I just, I don't know. It was, It was a strange title. Now, but obviously not the weirdest in this in this no, series. So no, it wasn't Jing Jing some... Jolly whatever. Yeah, Gang <laughs> So uh, <laughs> now the other thing I have is what year is it? That's what was confusing the shit out of me at first. Like starting the episode, they didn't tell you anything because okay, we left off on some major shit happening, and then we yes. come in. And it's like, wait, what? Wait, what happened? Like, what? What's going on right now? <laughs> like, is this six months later? Is this a year right. later? You know, and we don't even like hear exactly the time frame until like four scenes into the episode. Like, and then finally somebody says, "Oh yeah, well, eight months ago." I was like, "Oh, okay, shit." Now, I oh, have see, time frame. I didn't catch that. Yeah, somebody somebody mentioned it offhand. Like, oh yeah, this was eight months ago. I was like, oh, okay, so it's been eight months. So I guess it's still 1924? Three? I think last season was 23. It has to be 1924 then because they were getting right. towards the end in uh, last season. And they do mention in this episode that uh, Wilson is uh, – no, not Wilson. Um, oh, man, the president at the time. Oh, yeah, he it died. Was, it was Woodrow Wilson died. Yeah, that's right. And so that's that kind of gives you a time frame also. I didn't think about that. I forgot. Yeah, because yeah, he dies early in his presidency. Yes. Yeah. Because, we, yeah, we talked about it that in season – was that one or two? Oh, shit. I think it was three. No. Yeah, it must have been two. Had right to, I think it was two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that was a good catch. I did not even catch that, that the president died. That's a yeah. very good catch. Um. All right. So, uh, with that being well, it, we we also know that it's winter because we'll go ahead, how the episode starts out is it's uh, these two guys that are yeah at um a diner and they're they're having like lunch or they're having dinner at this like really like like small little place. Yeah, it's a hole in the wall place. Which, by the way, I would love to eat dinner at a place like that. I yeah, don't know seriously. why. Like, I've always had this like 
romantic version in my head of like I'm out like on a like a road trip somewhere and I go I pull into some lonely diner and stuff like that. <laughs> it's never happened. The closest I've ever done is a waffle house at four in the morning when I'm drunk. Yeah, babe. <laughs> that's <laughs> I was going to say, the reason that you have that fantasy is because everything is cooked with lard, and <laughs> you can just go to a fucking Waffle House for that. <laughs> um, but they're in there, and when uh, these two guys get assassinated by Richard, but it's winter out when they get killed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because um, we see snow and stuff like that everywhere. Yeah. So we know for a fact it's at least... And their least... car is, like, frozen up. <laughs> so... Well, now, was it frozen or did Richard sabotage it? That's the thing. Is that, yeah, you're you're not 100% sure. But okay. They're, they're trying to leave this diner, and um, they made the impression that they are people of consequence because the guy, like, flashes his gun when he's pulling out his wallet to pay for his... You know, greasy ass food. <laughs> um, <laughs> so these are. This is someone important. Like, he, like he, what he so the guy says he pays a twenty note on a two dollar mill or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so it's it's high rollers. It's somebody important, but their car won't start, and that's when you see that you know the the driver gets out, tries to start the car up. You think it's frozen, but then what happens? <laughs> he gets his gets his throat slit. <laughs> What's it called? The Chicago Smile or whatever? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this this kind of carries over. I mean, we said last season, like, Richard is off the chain. This dude is looking to kill some people. And here he comes, mm. like, right out of the gate in season four. He's ready to fucking murder. Absolutely. Definitely. And, like, and that's so, that's how we can get into this um, this episode, I have it kind of broken down. I, I say kind of very loosely. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to break this one down. <laughs> I thought about going with our old version where we talk about scene by scene, but I didn't want to do that. I just um, I've been listening to a new podcast about uh, Six Feet Under, and no no knock on that podcast. I'm not trying to knock on them or anything like that. They're doing what they do, but they do the, the each episode scene by scene how we used to do it. And right. when I'm listening to it, it annoys me. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I realize why we stopped doing it. Right. No knock on them. I am not. It didn't work for us. I'm a listener. Yeah. This is my preference. Every everybody has their preference. Uh, so I kind of have it broke down the two main stories as Nucky and Chalky, and then right. I have a bunch of side stories. And so I want to talk about the side stories first, and I want to end with Nucky and Chalky's story because those are the biggest ones. Yes, absolutely. And the side stories, I say that loosely because the side stories are also really big, and I have like five different things in the side story. I have Eli, Jillian, Agent Knox, Capone, and Richard. So we have a bunch even going on. So I want to talk about the side stories first, take a break, and then we'll end with um, Nucky and Chalky. Cool. So we're already talking about Richard. So let's just talk about Richard because um, Richard's story is one of the least talked about in this episode, but I think it has the biggest impact. And I'm saying the biggest impact, even the biggest impact compared to Nucky and Chalky. In in I um, think for emotional, the emotional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he comes back at the end of the episode, and I was floored. I was like, oh, oh right. Shit. <laughs> So yes, absolutely. Richard's story has the most impact on on the viewer in this episode. Absolutely. So 
he also has the highest death count of this episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, Richard takes out the two guys. The next time we see him, and he is with, I guess, the insurance people or whoever they were. Well, yeah. I don't even know who they were exactly. Well, after he slit this dude's throat and then he shoots the other guy, he picks up an envelope and it has this insurance company name on it. Right. And so that's where that's where it leads him next is this insurance company. I still don't know the connection here. I don't know what the hell these people are. I, well, because the, the, the next guy at that office even says, like, I'm a middleman. I'm I'm answering to right. people. In Does he say Chicago? Or where does he say he's answering? Um, I'm answering from something. Oh, I don't remember now. So but yeah, he, he says somewhere else. So he's like he's, he's obviously actually a middleman the way he's talking because he knows nothing. No, I mean he's he's like sniveling, crying. He doesn't know what's going on. So, um, but but Richard is working his way up a list. Yes, I, I have no idea why. But then that's the other thing is, but for what? You know, like yeah, why exactly. is he is why? he is he moving up? I assume it has something to do with either Jillian or Tommy. That's what I thought at first. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, because like I don't think it, I don't think Richard has an insurance policy. He's trying to get taken care right. of. You know, <laughs> so that's the only thing I can think of is it has something to do with Jillian or Tommy. That's the only thing I can yeah. think of. And the next guy, he he kills that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even after he knows, like this guy is. Well, he even tells the guy no guy, consequence. Well, he even says the guy says something about, I don't even know what to do, or um, I'm I'm innocent in all of this, and Richard just says, "But you're dead tonight," or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's like, "Don't care, <laughs> don't no." <laughs> guys like even trying to like, do you have kids? You don't. You don't have kids, do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh and then we finally, his storyline ends with him at this um, house. It looks like in the middle of basically nowhere. Yeah. And we finally get to meet somebody we have been told about from season yes. one, Emma. Now, yep. when he when you first see him knocking on the door, what did you think was happening? Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought he was just following a chain. He was, this is the next person he's going to kill. Okay. That's it. Like he's, I I didn't know what his purpose was, what his goal was. He he freaked out at the end of last season, um, because of Jillian. So I figured it had something to something to do with her. But yeah, he goes, knocks on the door, hides his gun in a pile of wood, and then behind him, somebody sneaks up. Which honestly. Nobody sneaks up on Richard <laughs> like that. That by itself was very surprising. Right. So either um, this person's super good or he was just off his guard whenever he knocked on the store. Um, and then, yeah, he turns around and there she is, which P.S. Emma is his sister. I was going to say now when, else. Yeah. Yeah, now when he says Emma, were you just was at the point where you were just like, oh, shit. I, I knew exactly who it was when it showed her face. I was oh. Like, oh, my God. That's a sister. <laughs> okay. Nice. That immediately when it showed her, I knew who it was. Okay. Um, I, That's all I have. I mean, that's how and that's even how the episode ends. Like, we don't have. Yeah, that's. Yeah. We don't have anything else on it. So I can't go into more details. So um, 
I I'm really I'm really curious to see what's going to happen to him after this because obviously if this is how fast his story is picking up now, I can't imagine yeah, in like, like the next eleven what episodes what's going to happen. You gonna go murder Jillian, please? Please, please. <laughs> you gotta, please do that. I can't imagine what's gonna happen if you can murder Jillian. Please, I'd be because. Right. And we've we've already kind of uh, spoiled the fact that she's in this season because I'm sorry, but she was supposed to be dead. <laughs> like <laughs> I was, I was so excited that she was dead. Well, hold on. End of last hold season. on. Transition. So we also see Jillian is still alive <laughs> now, Christopher. How do you feel about Jillian? <laughs> let me let me tell you a little something about Jillian right now. <laughs> anyway, like I said, she should have died. I why the why the fuck is she still why why? <laughs> Just they could have avoided an entire pointless storyline in my opinion, an entire pointless storyline. I don't know. What else do you have to give? Except to get murdered by Richard. Uh, well, I mean, okay, so let's just do a little refresher. Jillian is, um, it starts out with her in court, and she is um, basically fighting for custody of Tommy, which she absolutely doesn't right. deserve. And right. <clears throat> and the um, uh, people that Richard left Tommy with, I cannot remember their name for the life of me right now, but the, um, the girls Julia. he had a crush. I'm sorry, it's who? Julia. Julia. That's right. Julia and Julia. They have a similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> left Tommy with them. So they're fighting for custody. The judge in the matter is basically telling them they're both liars because nobody knows what's happening. Like, obviously, there was a massacre at Julian's house. Nobody's talking about it. And right. then they're not going to tell people how the kid came to be in their custody because basically it's nobody wants to right. admit Richard exists. Yeah. That's the only way I can and- I can I can take it. The judge is surprisingly impartial, considering fucking Monopoly Man is like <laughs> is the one defending Jillian. I thought the judges were going to be like, "Nope, ruling in your favor." All right, let's this man on. has sideburns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I seriously thought that's that was what's going to happen, but no, the judge was surprisingly uh, impartial, unbiased, and uh, yeah, he's like, "Is anyone going to tell me the truth about what is happening right now?" And nobody does. No. Nope. And so we also find out it looks like she's trying to sell her house. Is what I'm gathering it, out of it? Is she? This Even that was like really. I, well, because it starts out that she's showing the house to a guy. She, yeah. We find out she's now. Okay. And, and I and I cannot. I don't want to end our friendship, Chris. Okay. But let me <laughs> let me let me make this statement. Hold up. Hold, hold up. up. Let me make a statement. I kind of feel bad for Jillian. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) We find out. Okay, hold on. She is now addicted to heroin because of fucking Jip. Not because of Jip. I think because of herself. No, she did it to herself. No, she got a taste of the H because for the drugs. No, she's only addicted because Jip hit her with that sweet age. She did it to herself. I don't think so. I think she's addicted because of that. That's how I'm going to view it in my mind. I don't feel... I I have... No. I don't feel bad. (laughs) No. No. All right. I do not. (laughs) Anyways, 
We find out that Jillian's addicted to heroin because Jip got her addicted to it. And shut up. <laughs> but now, okay, so she showed it. But then when she goes back in, so she like leaves him. Which okay, now this is bullshit because uh, if you're going to do heroin, from what I understand, at least if you're going to shoot up on heroin, you basically go to sleep for like nine hours afterwards, anyways. Yeah. But she, she shoots up and then goes to goes do a sales pitch. goes into a sales pitch. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. If, if you're a listener of the bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast and you yourself are addicted to heroin, please let us know if if, if you can go on a sales call after shooting up on heroin. <laughs> um. So she mainlines some horse and. <laughs> Goes back in to try to do the sales pitch, but then goes straight into, like, selling her body. And that's why. That's why I was super confused. I was like, are you selling the house, or are you trying to suck this dude's dick? Like, what? what is happening right no, no, now? No, 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 no. <laughs> She's not trying to suck his dick. That's $10 extra. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't free. <laughs> Which, by the way, it, it, I, did, I did the inflation calculator. Oh, my God. How much, how much extra? <laughs> $150. Good lord. $600 total. So for the $30 to uh, have sex with her, and then if you want a blowjob as well, it's about $600 total. So This is the hard-hitting research that you can expect. <laughs> I'd like to think the, the Bootlegging Boardwalk Empire Podcast Research Department <laughs> blowjob is $10. In, in, well, that was 1923 is how I was working it. Cause I'm, how much is the extra blowjob in nowadays dollars? $150. <laughs> Um, which I mean, to be fair, I kind of thought that was a good deal. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's about what you would pay for a BJ nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> Go over to Bel Air and Bissonette and see what people are offering. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're getting too like too specific of Houston. <laughs> oh God! Just, by the way. Bootlegging podcast does not condone the selling of your BJ mouth for money. Just no, it's your body, man. Do whatever you want. <laughs> oh God, it's the official term. <laughs> we have lost every listener at this point. <laughs> oh my God! Like I'm pretty sure my wife has stopped listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure she stopped listening after season two. So that's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> oh god, I'm like I'm actually crying. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's going on, and then we finally get to see that she meets the wonderful one of my favorite actors, Ron I Livingston. Couldn't believe it. Ron that was Livingston. So awesome. How random? Okay, to be and I remember the first time I watched this and I saw him in it. How random is it that he's in it? It is. I don't I, know. I, I don't know never why. I would have expected him. It ever. just, he doesn't and when he fit. he showed up, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's him. And, and we also have, and it's awesome because we also have Steven Root in it. So. Yes. There's so many good. <laughs> dude. This is basically an office space re, uh, reunion. I, that's what I'm saying. If Steven Root shows up with a red stapler at some point, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> Get Lawrence in there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A, man. <laughs> I know. We were just talking about fucking, um, the Bushwhack Bill uh, last season, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we see Ron Livingston is in um, Atlantic City. He's trying to open up a pig, the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now, okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever 
been to a Piggly Wiggly? I have never been. I've heard of it in many, many situations. Uh, I don't believe I the they really time... exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a conspiracy. I think so. <laughs> Trying to take down Walmart. <laughs> I've never seen one. I've never I've... in my entire life seen one. I feel like actually I did see one. Um, really? I was in New York in 1996. And I think I saw one. I didn't go into it, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw one. Oh, so it's a so, northern thing. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was a Midwest Southern store. No, it's it's like northeast. Oh, so it's like a, sure. a wall. Oh, what is it? What is, what is that gas station called? Woolworth. Wal- no, Wal- Wawa's. Wal- Wawa's. It's a gas. <laughs> it's a gas station up there. When I was up in no, um, Maryland, yeah, oh no, they're everywhere, dude. Don't make fun of Wawa's. I think that's how you, <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce. It. I think it's called Wawa's, if I remember right. Like Victor listens to this podcast, he will sure as shit message me and let me know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I yeah, believe well, that's Victor, what, friend of the podcast, let us know what the fuck. And yeah, talking about. And I don't let us in. know if, if if Piggly Wigglies <laughs> are in New York. So <laughs> I thought it was a Southern thing. I guess no, I assume because I think pig. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm thinking farmland. It's called a piggly wiggly, so it's a farmland thing. Well, and see, the first time I ever heard of them in in the mainstream culture was um uh, uh what was it called? Oh brother, where art thou? They they had the piggly. Wig- no, uh, no, no, they that. had the um. Uh, that was Woolsworth. Woolsworth. Yeah. Yeah. No, piggly wiggly was. I can't remember now which where when I first heard that, but I, I'm I'm. Pretty certain they're real. <laughs> huh. I'm actually really curious now. I don't believe they are. I why would you know, why you would ever name a store a Piggly Wiggly? But I, I have. No I say that, but it's it stuck around forever. So it's stuck around. Yep, for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's kind of the end of her storyline. Uh, Do you have any? So let me ask you. Okay, is I'm. I'm assuming they would not uh, they would not bring on the caliber of actor like Ron Livingston unless he was going to be in future episodes. Okay, I will put it this way: when I very first w- watched this episode, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking, and, I, and it was and it was right. He's definitely in more than this episode. Okay, that's all cool. I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say is that's all I need. Yeah, is and that's not a spoiler because this is a show like. So um, I believe it's Walking Dead has done this before. Well, they'll bring in big name people and they'll literally be in like one episode yeah. and then get killed. And then they'll come back. Oh, yeah. Or, they, yeah. or, or they'll come back like they'll, they'll come, come back, back like, like later. later. Yeah. Right. They're, th- that's what Walking Dead is known for. This show is not known for that. Um, okay. If you have somebody like Ron Livingston, he's in more than one episode. And it's right. and it's not like and it, okay and I'll say it this way he's not in this episode and he's not in the season finale like it's not like it's like okay. that big of a gap or something like that you know what I mean like right. he's definitely going to be in this for more than one episode. Well, I'll go with that. I'm good with it. Um, <clears throat> so the next one I have is another small one, and then I want to get into Capone's storyline, which is the agent Knox and the other agent with the um, bureau. Their tiny little storyline. It's a small storyline, but it's a big storyline. Yes. Uh, So we find out that um, Agent Michael Shannon, which is not in this episode, and I was really upset. Yep. Great White Buffalo is not in it. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> um, but his old partner is still working with Mickey Doyle and yeah, is Agent still standalone. Agent <laughs> is that what his name is? Standalone. That's a, it is now. Oh, okay. Um, with a standalone stash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> um, he's still taking bribes from Mickey Doyle and is still kind of basically working the groundwork that Michael Shannon taught him how to work. Yep. Uh, being crooked. Being crooked as shit. <laughs> and he has this new um, agent, um, uh, partner, Agent Knox, who... Agent baby face. <laughs> now, he does have a baby face. Now, when you very first saw him, the scene where he's like very first in it where they're in the warehouse, what were you thinking? Like... Were you thinking that this is just like a new character kind of, or was there something kind of off with him at, at, when you very first, when you first saw him? I, I didn't think anything of him except that, man, this dude is greener than my shits. Okay. <laughs> After some broccoli. Like this dude is green. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so... Yeah, that's that's all I thought. Like, I mean, you know, Agent Standalone needed a new partner. Um, he got one, and he's learning the ropes, obviously, because he's there. He's seeing, I mean, they're at a fucking still and not busting everyone. So, obviously, this guy is, he's not totally stand-up. Right. You know, he's he's not a Boy Scout. I, I called him that when we were watching the episode, but he's obviously not a Boy Scout. Um so, I yeah, he was just learning the ropes. That's it. Okay. Uh, so he talks with one of the farmer people or uh, one of the other bootleggers. Yeah, just one of the the truckloader guys. Finds out that like the guy has like what like five thousand bottles or something like that of, of yeah. booze in his uh, garage, and has his place like booby trapped or whatever. And him and the other partner go out there. Or he, sorry, before that, he makes a remark to his partner about, oh yeah, so and so told me this, and can you believe that? Oh my gosh, we're we're agents. <laughs> yeah. And then they go out there, and then they're doing the bust on it, and he makes a comment he doesn't see that well at night, and the other agent takes the lead, opens up the door to bust this guy, and booby trap, booby trap gets shotgun blasted to the face and chest. Yep. Now, I'm trying to think. I, I when I watch this, I wanted to like ask you a question on. I'm trying to think how to word it. Do you think that the other agent f- planned this from the beginning? Yes. Okay. Now I say that though because when they're out at that <clears throat> at that garage, he tries to kind of give him warnings if if it makes any sense. Kind of like, hey. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we should hold back. Well, maybe yeah, we should. He does. So he's kind of giving him warnings. Yeah. But then it's also like after it happens, he's just like, oh, well. He's acting like, yeah, he, he's fucking gangster as shit after it happens. Yeah, because he like, goes inside, gets some hot tea or whatever. And then it's just like, sir, I'll call yeah, it in once I've like, let my nerves calm down. I'm just sipping. Uh, let me just sip this down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, for the, if you've watched the episode, you'll know like he after the other agent is shotgun, this new agent Cox goes in and 
dumps out the old tea or whatever it was. If it was whiskey, I'm not for sure what it was. Well, I mean, he blasts. Oh, the, and he uh, kills the, uh, the, the farmer. farmer. Yeah, he kills yeah. the farmer, goes in, pours himself a hot glass of tea, and then watches his partner die. Yeah. So I don't think he wants... I don't think he wanted his partner to die, but I don't think he cared if his partner died. If that makes any sense. No, no, I don't think so either. Um, and really the only, um, the only thought that popped in my head and I might be way off base, but because this is sort of tied into agent Michael Shannon, great white Buffalo. <laughs> um, the first thought I had was, I hope to God this guy is working for O'Banion because we haven't heard nearly enough from his character. Ooh. And that was the first thing that popped into my head. I, I, like I said, I might be way off base, but maybe, maybe they're leading up to that. Um, we'll see. It was very odd that um, it, it, I feel like it'd be really weird if this guy didn't have connections to somebody we have already seen. Because he totally was acting like, nope, this is totally normal. Right. I was acting like a fucking baby-faced, prepubescent fucking <laughs> agent. Man-child. Um, yeah, but now I'm so badass. Like, n- no, you have to have connection to somebody. I agree. No, there's no way you, would, you wouldn't go through this trouble to have an agent, a federal agent murdered yep. and not have a connection. There's, I don't doubt yep. that one bit. I agree with you 100%. So I'm hoping it's O'Banion because I need to see more of that. I need to see some more Agent Michael Shannon. I need to see some more conflict. Let's get it in here. Let's go. <laughs> I agree fully. So the last side story I have then is going to be uh, Capone's. Yes. Uh, what was it? How, okay. Oh, dang it. I even forgot it's, to write that. It's Capone. Alphonse Capone. Cap- Al- Alfonso. <laughs> Alfon- Alphonse Capone. Yeah. <laughs> so now this is going to be a little bit of a um a, a, a knock i have on this episode i'm not trying to be like a nitpicker i'm not trying to be like that big on it because the show is the show is really good this show obviously mm-hmm. is a phenomenal tv show i have two little problems with this episode and it gets into this is a character. This is a characterization of TV shows that have been on the air for more than two episodes, or, or sorry, more than two seasons. They run into this problem. Capone, we now see, is kind of getting into be charge of mm-hmm. uh, Tor- Grand Torino's establishment. Yes, and Capone's two brothers now are there to help him. Where the right. fuck were his brothers the last three three, three exactly. seasons? I-, I thought it was a bit odd that like out of and mind field. you these are real ki- these are real people capone yes. legitimately had these other two brothers but i feel like they should have been some part of this just a this background point. a background fucking character yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden slowly make them bigger characters yeah like i it, i have no idea why they did that it blows my mind like out of, and it's and it's not like it's a oh all of a sudden we kind of slowly made them bigger characters it's just like an in your face Oh, here's Capone. Here they are. This here's is Frank and, and I think the other one's Ralph, if I remember right. Here's Frank and Ralph. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering they, you know, they've been planning shit from season one to be happening in seasons three and four, you would think that they would have been a part of it by now. I can't I figure mean, it out. It's it. It's not bad planning. 
the show isn't known for bad planning. That's what I'm. I feel say. like this is a, a a rare example in this show of lazy writing. Is what this is. Yeah, I kind of yeah. think that what it was. It, it, this is just my own my own thinking. I I have not read this online or anything like that. Is I think that they probably had another character or something like that in mind, and either the actor dropped oh. out, either the actor dropped out of it. Or they were like, you know what, this isn't going to work, let's change it a little bit. And it got tweaked to like, hey, let's go to history. And I'm glad that they br- brought in his real brothers, because like yeah, I said, this, they should be part this of is it. real, yeah. but it should have been like this from the beginning. Yes, yeah. Because um, my other critique, I- I'll get into that in a sec. I'll get into it in a second. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, so, Capone is upset because a writer has misspelled his name <laughs> of all the things capone would get upset in this is the most capone capone this thing the, can- yeah <laughs> <laughs> and because even his brother's like dude like it's it's a good deal like you don't want to be known and al exactly. and al's like, like no, no fuck, fuck that, that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs to know my name for real <laughs> so um we see like we see like a couple scenes of him and his brother brothers and stuff like that and like them getting along. Um, I mean, he it's it's kind of build up for his character a little bit, which um, I mean, again, they they've never been short of building up Capone's character, but here they're building up his family life. Yes, in a different direction. He's already had build up with his mother and his wife and his son. He has family life background, but now. They've introduced these other characters, and now there's like, oh, well, he was the youngest son. His older brothers make fun of him all the time. He's been ripped on his whole life. Right. And that's what makes Al Capone Al Capone. Al Capone. Yeah. And um, I feel like that was, you're right. It was thrown in. It wasn't, um, I feel like they've been developing this character for so long. That should have been part of it by now. A hundred percent. And... The only real thing I got out of his storyline is he goes to the uh the, the 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 reporter who's been writing this story about him and yes. kind of threatens him, but in like the nicest way Capone has ever been known to threaten somebody. Yeah, he doesn't like punch him no. a little bit. He well, punched- he kind of does, but I mean, it's honestly it's kind of a playful. It really kind of is. He doesn't beat him to a pulp. No. <laughs> and basically it's like if you're going to report the truth, here's my name. Right. And that's that's really all I have on Capone's story. I don't have I mean obviously Capone's going to be a bigger part of this uh season. I don't doubt that one bit. There um, was some uh there was a uh, muddy footprints moment oh. right there that I that I I feel like okay, there no, was a muddy ahead, footprints moment there. Uh so he's in the uh he's in this newspaper office roughing up this uh reporter and uh it might have just been Maybe it was just me, but so he reaches down to pull out his his news story that he's typing up at the moment, uh-huh. the reporter's news story out of his fucking typewriter. And he's doing that so he can like cross out his name and correct it. When he does that, the left side of his face is highlighted so bright, like way more than anything else oh. in the scene. And I'm like. Okay, so this is where he's going to get his nickname right here from this reporter, and that's why they're highlighting the left side of his face so bad because you can clearly see the three scars on the side of his face. I was like, "Oh shit, he's about to report this guy as Al Scarface Capone." 
I'll bet. I will bet anything. This is where he's going to get his nickname. I actually don't. I don't have an answer to that because I don't. I do not remember or know. That is a very good observation, though. If they don't do it, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I really like, they, like they that. They just muddy footprinted the shit out of that. So I was like, oh shit, this is where he's getting his name. This is the nickname <laughs> right here. That's going to be. If they don't do that, I'm going to be upset now, and I'll be like, y'all need to hire him as the writer for your show that's no longer around but (laughs) (laughs) um all right so that's all that i have on this first half uh the next half we're going to be talking about nucky storyline and chalkies did you have anything else um no no i don't think so no yeah this was um another one of those episodes where they uh they really it was one of the episodes where they were cramming a lot in. Right. Uh, I think we had some critiques on that in episode or in season three at the very beginning of the season. We were like, there's too many cuts. There's too much going on. Yes. It did come to the same thing with this episode, but they somehow worked in the same kind of good storylines right. with this. So I, I didn't feel like that was such a jarring experience. So um, <clears throat> they went over a lot, but it, it, it really flowed well, so right. I liked it. Yeah. No, and, and, and I understand that this is the first episode of this season, so you're going to have this kind of happen because you have to kind of catch everything up. Yeah, especially as much as possible. Pause. I mean, yeah, there's a lot has happened. Right. So I mean, I'm not going to knock them too much on it. Um, but no, I'm I'm saying I, I feel like they did a better job of um, cramming a lot of. Information oh, I see what you're a saying. Short period. Okay. Than they did previously, like season three. It was super jarring. This one, mm-hmm. it flowed well. So Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick little break, and we're going to learn about the history of the New York Sour, the cocktail. Sounds delish. It actually sounds really good. I actually really want to make one of these. I haven't yet, but I want to. And we're going to learn a little bit about that, and then when we come back, we're going to do a little more chin wagging. The New York Sour is a cocktail that was first made in the 1880s. Its primary ingredients are two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice, a half an ounce of simple syrup, and a dash of bitters. The ingredients are shaken and poured over ice and then topped with a drizzle of red wine. The drink is thought to have originally been invented in Chicago and was called the Continental Sour. It was served at a few different locations and its name changed several times. It was finally brought to Manhattan, where it earned its official name. I hope you learned a little bit about this famous classical cocktail. Now let's get back to chinwagging. And we are back from the break. So hopefully we learned a little something about the uh, New York Sour. Um, so good. I really honestly want to try one. Um, So you haven't heard the break yet, Chris. Uh, One of the things I think is kind of interesting about it is after the drink is made, they drizzle red wine on top of the drink and serve it. Oh. So it gets like this unusual unusual color apparently because of that. So kind of interesting. I kind of want to try it. Uh, yeah, I'll have to try that. But there's like five or six different ingredients in it, so I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it seems a little complicated. Yeah, right. 
Um, spend all that on mixers. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are back, and we are going to get into the second half now. Um, let's see here. All right. So the second half I have broken down pretty simple into uh, just basically two storylines. I have the Nucky storyline and I have the Mm -hmm. Chalky storyline. And in all honesty, the vast majority of that we can even kind of run together. So I just say we go ahead and get into it. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with Chalky storyline just because I figure it's kind of the smaller of the two. And... First, I just want to say, I am so happy that we have Chalky. Yes. Yes. Okay. I've been saying that for a while now. <laughs> I was like, I want more Chalky. I need Chalky. I'm so happy <laughs> we have it. Thank you. <laughs> now, <laughs> and it's obvious with this season, we can go ahead and no spoiler or anything like that, but let's just go ahead and kind of take an assumption really quick. His character is going to be a much bigger character this season oh, yeah. than her previous ones. Absolutely, yep. They started off with him being a big character. So. I was going to say he's a, the very the second scene of the entire uh, the the entire episode is Chalky. Yep. So yep, we find out that Ta- Chalky has started the I believe if I'm pronouncing it correctly the Onyx Club. Yes, which I don't think the Onyx Club was a real club. But there was a club in New York called the Cotton Club or something like that. It had kind of a racist name, kind of. Okay. Kind, and I, I use kind of loosely because it was owned by African Americans. And right. they and the idea was, and it's what this club is, is they gave the club a very black sounding name, a name where whites at the time period would look at it and be like, okay, that's black owned, black oriented. Right. But it was right. for white people. And so it was this club that exactly what they're doing here was black performers, black music, black food. And, but it was, it was only white people could be in the audience, which is still an extremely racist concept whenever you think about it. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I believe this is based at. I could be wrong on that, but I believe that's what this is based af- after. So he has started this club. and You're right. It was the Cotton Club. Is that what it's called? The Cotton Club? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You just looked cotton it up? Club. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the Boardwalk Empire Research Department looked it up. Thank oh, you. so first they tell us about a blowjob in the 1920s and <laughs> about the Cotton Club. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> He's having a meeting at this club with like a talent agent. If I could use the term, right. I guess that's the only thing I could think of. And the talent agent makes a offer. Ask. Oh, I'm sorry. Before she makes an offer, she asks Duns per Duns to get her another New York sour, which is what the episode's named after. Right. And when he's coming back, she does like a little like uh, motion to for him to check his pocket, and she has <laughs> a um, inappropriately drawn <laughs> cartoon of one stick figure, very just, crude, very yes, crude, basically stick figures. <laughs> this was uh, what is it, Team America? <laughs> <laughs> of, of, yeah, it was basically the scene from that <laughs> of one one stick figure just fucking the shit out of another yep. stick figure. Yep. Now, so they have their little thing, and the next scene we get is of Duns and her hooking up. Okay, yeah. and she's like, 
I don't know how to describe her. Because she's basically like, I don't care. I'm not here for a relationship. I'm not here for anything. I yeah. just like, I just want you to fuck me, and then that's it. Like yeah. she doesn't even want to drink trying at first. Trying to get dick down. That's it. Yeah, yeah she's just trying to get some dick. <laughs> so they're in the middle of having sex, and we find out that the husband is also there watching them. Yep. And it's essentially, uh, I, if I'm using the term correctly, a cuckold. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is a whole cuckold scene, okay? Now, were you surprised whenever you first saw the husband? What was your, what were you, were you thinking was going to be happening when you I very first that, saw the um, husband? And even before that, I thought that she was, um, she was trying to stir shit up. Oh, really? Because, yes, um, because, you know, they were, they were in, um, they were in talks with uh with Chalky uh about getting this act in in the club. Uh-huh. Um and even like from that moment I I I kind of had a, a little bit of an idea that maybe this was like a it was a setup but Beth was like, "Oh, she's totally setting him up right now." Like this is there there's oh, something really? happening right. Now. Oh yeah, she was like from the beginning she's like this is a setup. <laughs> like okay really you think so and then you know they get to the they get to the room and um just the way she's talking and the way that they're interacting it kind of gave credence to that i was like yeah she's she's acting real weird right now right like i guess you know it, it in that situation it's you know I don't know. I've never been in that situation, so I don't know how I would I would think or react, but right. it all seemed kind of off, you know, even for the situation, right. which is already off. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, very true. So uh, they're in the middle of hooking up. The husband is there, and he just goes on to this little tyrant, basically, like, yeah. It just, I mean, it's basically like he's there to help out the, the black community, but then obviously starts using the N word and stuff like that. Right. And pretty much, it doesn't pretty much, he just straight up tells the guy, like, well, if you're going to act like this type of a person, then keep going. Keep going. And then <laughs> yeah. you see that the wife is in on it because she just says, it's just for fun. Or something like right. that, or this is fun. Or well, no, I mean the wife starts denying that like she had anything to do with this. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I have no blame in this. Like, he started coming on to me. This is, uh, I had no choice. Like, he was, he was the one coming on to me. And they, they play this whole game. Uh, the wife and the husband. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Now, I don't think she really was being serious in that. Even like. I think that they've planned, no. they planned. Her and him have planned this from the beginning. Yes. Yep. Because rewatching it the second time, whenever she says something about getting another drink, she says to her husband, "Is it okay if I get another drink?" And he's like, right. "Well, if you're third, I think that was kind of their little key. Like, this is the telling. Like, hey, I want, yeah. I want this guy. If that makes sense. Yeah. It was a whole. It was a whole play. Okay. Um, which. <clears throat> It it gets it gets weird, yeah. <laughs> like if that's your thing, fine. But but it just like the dude starts like, okay, well, get on with it then, and starts like, okay, he starts jacking off. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's, <laughs> we it's, 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 it's 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 <laughs> what is the, I, I believe that that's the term, right? It's cuckold. Like that's the thing. Yes. Like you get off watching another dude fuck your wife. Yes. Now and 
yeah, it's just this weird scene and he's got the gun to, and that's the, that's what I, I made the comment like, how are you going to perform with a gun pointed to your head? I'm sorry, but <laughs> I have no clue, <laughs> but, no clue, but I am, I am soft at that point. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. No, You're there's no way, there's no way head. I'm doing I'm, any of that. Yeah. <laughs> now. And if we need to cut this out, I will cut this out, okay? I'm going to put a little pause in it because <laughs> I want to ask this question, and I don't know if this is getting too serious or not, okay? So he's fucking the dude's wife, takes, right. the, takes the bottle, cracks it over the guy's head, okay? Yes. And then he just stabs the dude, basically cutting his yeah. head off. Pretty much that's what's happening, okay? Now – did do, this is I can't believe I want to say this. Okay, do you feel that Dunn's overreacted? Mm, yeah, yeah. Considering the situation. Okay, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I was agreeing with you for the longest. I kept asking myself this question again and again. Did he overreact? Did he overreact? And at first, I was like, "Yeah, dude, he fucking killed somebody. Like he killed this person." Then, but it, he, he basically he didn't know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say he doesn't know what's actually gonna happen. Dude was holding a gun to his head. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know how this is gonna end. True. The other way I looked at it is, I decided, you know what? Let me reverse because I I'm trying to be unbiased. Let me reverse the roles. Let me think. It was a wife holding a gun to a lady's head and making her fuck her husband. Right. Okay, reverse the roles. At that point, it's rape. Yes. Okay. Yes. So essentially, (laughs) Duns Duns is technically getting raped. Technically, now he went. He went into this. He went into this being a dumbass. I'm not gonna like sit there and say he's innocent and all this. He went into this being a dumbass. Don't get me wrong. And he went into this being not even just a dumb, being a fucking idiot. Like, yep. dude, you should have known better and stuff like that. Yeah. But that was, and I'm like I said, if I get to cut this out, you're absolutely right. It, yeah, that's yeah. If roles were reversed, yeah, that would be that would be a way bigger deal. Exactly. Because <laughs> at first I was kind of like, man, I think the guy kind of overreacted. But then I was like, okay, let me reverse this and just right. kind of think about it from that perspective. I was like. Oh shit! Like this makes yeah. me feel really uncomfortable now. That's and true. you couldn't show that shit on TV. I don't even know if yeah, HBO would show yeah. that. Uh, no, it's HBO. Yeah, they would show that. So, yeah, they would. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably that's the next episode. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> um, whether he overreacted or not, what he does to that guy is some graphic ass shit, though. Yes. Like, he just straight up... Using a bottle? Oh, God. Just cuts the dude's head basically off with that thing. And then I was, in a way, though, I was kind of laughing, though, because it's kind of irony in a way. Because the dude's sitting there watching this guy plow his wife, but then the last, like, thing that he's seeing is his big black dick just (laughs) in his face (laughs) as he's getting stabbed to death. Like that is the last thing this guy is going to see. And it's kind of irony in a way. And I, and I really appreciate the writers for doing that. So dude's like, well, 
<laughs> if this is how I go, this is how <laughs> this I is go. <laughs> uh, so, he, this happens. The wife makes a run for it. We don't see her anymore or anything like that. Um, we're, we, we'll, I'm assuming we will find out what happens to her character either next episode or the next episode. But as of right now, we have no clue where she is at. No, yeah, because she is, yeah, she escapes out the window real quick. By the way, like she fucking bolts immediately. Oh, you I don't was even very surprised. <laughs> like you don't even see her. You don't even hear no. it happen. It's just like all of a sudden, all you see is just like, oh shit, there's an open window. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, right. she is fucking gone. <laughs> and this is probably the scariest I've ever seen. Duns when he turns around, and he's got that blood and shit on him. Oh yeah, I was just yep. like, oh. Fuck, this guy is a machine. Like, this guy's yeah. ready to kill again. So, he brings in um, Chalky and Eli and uh, Nucky. Yep. Chalky's obviously pissed off at him because yep. you were fucking my guy's wife, essentially. My, my, my partner, whatever you want to call it. My partner's wife. Yeah. And Nucky and Eli are kind of mad at him but they're also not like they're just more like we just try to need to make this situation go away yeah exactly they're like oh dude come on all right well well it's happened we so yeah <laughs> oh, oh. oh man <laughs> and so they're obviously on the lookout for the wife as well because that's their big thing that they're trying to find yeah um Eli does his little bit of kind kind of detective work where he knows like okay they're going to be looking for this they need to be um we need to be on the lookout for that type of situation yeah. and Eli and Chalky go with Duns to dispose of the body which which is a really funny scene. It is honestly. Like I want to be like upset because I'm, I'm I'm trying to be sensitive about the situation. I'm like, oh, this guy is having to like bury like the kind of the rapist of him. But at the same time, I'm like, God damn it! Eli it's really Chalk fucking funny. Fucking with this dude the entire time. He keeps so calling funny. him Sugar Bear. And he's just like Sugar Bear. You left the door open. <laughs> Don't you slam it now? Yeah. He dropped a shoe. Don't you throw it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're just fucking him with him with the entire time. It's so funny. Like I, do I was dying laughing the entire time I was watching that. He's basically like this, not a kid who fucked up, and like, nope, now you got to clean up your fuck up. That's exactly so. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, now, what do you see happening from this? Because this is the end of their story, essentially. I feel like this is like going to be the catalyst right here. For some reason, like they they focused way too much on this storyline. Uh huh. Um. So this is what's going to cause the real drama for this season. I feel like. Okay. Um. We're gonna see. Um. Because we know Chalky's going to be a major part of the season, just right. because he's already in it. Um, massively in it this this murder is going to bring and they kind of they kind of foreshadow that in uh a small little bit of conversation that uh chalky and nucky have together where um oh who says it i think it's chalky's like i'm not trying to bring my my uh drama onto you or something similar to that and right he's like well, it's not my drama, so whatever. So, right. but I feel like that little that little bit of dialogue those two have together is kind of the foreshadowing for the rest of the season. Like, there's going to be some bullshit happening from this this one catalyst right here. 
I agree. I agree fully. Um, all right, so then we'll end the episode with Nucky's story, which, to be honest, mm-hmm. Nucky has probably one of the smallest stories of the episode. I feel Chalky yes. actually had the biggest one. Um, yeah. So Nucky's story, it's we start with Nucky, and he's also in the Onyx Club. He's in like the upstairs room. It's the same thing yeah. with – I think it's basically the same room almost that he was always in whenever it was the um, – uh, oh, It was like season fuck. one. Oh, what was that room? Uh, what was the name of the club before it was the Onyx Club? It was the Babbitts. Babbitts. Babbitts, yeah. So I think it's yeah a, when they had the uh, the upstairs room where all the shit went down, all the right, all the big the big names got together. I essentially feel it's the same essential room. I think room. so too. Yeah. So he's up there with the the three biggest people in the gangster world at this time. Yep. We have uh, Maserati and Maserati um, AR, which Rostein. I don't know if I want to call him Rostein or AR now. AR, <laughs> because I think that's what uh, uh, that's what um, uh, uh, Lucky calls him. That's what Lucky calls him. Yeah, yeah, it's AR. So they're having their meeting. This is essentially the meeting to try to forgive what happened in season three. Everybody calls yes. it even. Let's start over. Here's a big old bag of money. Let's, uh, let's big start clean. ass bag of money. <laughs> so they have their meeting. Which it's a really good, it's a really good, I really like this meeting. This is where. There's a lot of tension. And um, even, even though you said, like you said, they're, they're, they're burying the hatchet, trying to start fresh. There's still tension in between certain characters. Oh, there's a bunch of tension. So you can tell there's huge tension between Nucky and Rostin. Right. Rostin hasn't forgiven Nucky for essentially ratting him out. Right. But Nucky is also like, you got greedy. You yep. you took what you shouldn't have have taken from me, and so they called yep. he the way. And I don't necessarily disagree with Nucky on this. And then Maserati's pissed because you killed what eighteen, fifteen, something like that yeah. of his men after they had already come up with an agreement, right? But Nucky's whole thing was no, you came, you you brought this on me. I didn't ask for this. You brought Jip onto me, right? And so. And he pays off Maserati with some fat stacks of money, and then he lets Rothstein go and just gamble his heart out, I guess, at the club. Yeah. Um, but then we also see the little other ones where it's um, Lucky and um, – oh, my God. I cannot think of his name right now. Oh, um, oh man. It was on the tip of my tongue. Lansky, sorry, Lansky. Lansky. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Lucky and Lansky obviously are not yeah, fully. There's, they're there's not over each other. Those. Yeah, because yep. Ro- uh, Lucky is still pissed at Rostein for essentially taking over their heroin trade, and Lansky's siding with yep. Rostein. Yep. So there's a whole there's a whole thing going on in this room, and they're basically they come to it. Sounds like a peace agreement. Now, if it's going to be a peace agreement for the next, this whole season, we'll, I guess we'll find out. I doubt it. I doubt it. Just, just seeing, um, I think, um, between Maserati and Nucky, that's, that's buried enough at the moment, but Lucky and Lansky, that feud is going to cause problems. Okay. Uh, AR and Nucky, they are not on solid ground yet. I don't think there's they are either. Some, there's still some shit there, so there's 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 two uh, there's two 
two avenues for horrible, horrible fighting to go on still. I agree. Well, because I mean, he even says whenever Lucky's or uh, not Lucky, whenever uh, Rothstein's even leading, he's like, I worked the odds of you killing me when I came down. It's like 14 to 1 yeah. or something like that. Which one? Yeah. That's classic Rossi. Like, who else would come up exactly. with the odds? <laughs> that's what I said, too. I was like, when we were watching it, Beth was like, what is he? What, like, what do you mean? He's like, he's just doing that. I was like, yes, constantly. Rossi is does. constantly calculating the odds for everything, always. That's all he does. <laughs> and that's also why he's so good. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he always wins. <laughs> he doesn't bet on something that he's going to lose on. Never. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of fun. And then we also I get what I think is probably the best line of the entire episode is in this scene. Where and I I'm I really hope I say it right, but I'm probably not going to. It's one that Rossine says, where it's you can tell the character of a man by how he sits in a room by himself or something along those lines, yeah. which I thought was an amazing line because he even t- tells something. He even basically says to Nus- to Nucky like, "Well, what is it you're doing in this room?" Because yeah. he knows that Nucky can't can't sit in a room by himself. Yeah. That if if you can't be in a room alone by yourself, you have problems. You're constant. Yep. You're either worrying about something or you're constantly. You know you're up to something. You're conniving yeah. always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then we also see that Nucky is having a dinner. He, him, and Eli are on b- better terms at this point. Yes, absolutely. And yep. this brings up my second huge complaint of this of this uh of this show now. Or of this episode, but it's of the show now. And this is another tactic that Hollywood uses when a show's been on the air for so long. And I don't know if you caught this or not. Eli now has his uh older son Willie with him. It's a different actor. It is a different actor. I said that right when I saw him. I was like, that's not the same guy. It's not. <laughs> this dude is like way squirrely and like. <laughs> He's got like the, curly the guy, hair and stuff. It's, yeah. Like y'all yeah, didn't the other even guy try. Was like straight blonde hair, fucking chiseled ass chin, not even worried about anything like solid dude. The new one is like the squirrely little nerdy jewish looking kid like what the he actually is kind of jewish looking yeah <laughs> and i don't know why and the thing is i don't know why they changed i have no clue i like the other actor i thought he was going to be a bigger part already like they built him up in the last season well his character is it's just a new actor now <laughs> yeah it just doesn't make sense i don't know I don't if know. i don't know if the actor did some sh- like some shit on stage and they're like oh man we can't fucking have this kid here again yeah right or if there was like con- <laughs> like conflicts or something like that contracts i don't know but it's i remember that this was a it, complaint it's a, it's a it, it was jarring <laughs> i know that if you get on like reddit and stuff like that and you look this up this was a complaint about the show whenever oh, it, yeah. whenever it was first airing cuz it's it's kind of like um you haven't watched uh, Dexter a lot. Um, I know in Dexter, no, one of yeah. one of the kids in Dexter changes actors at one point. But it's oh really? Yeah, but it's in a bunch of shows. You know, it's in a bunch of shows where it's just like out of nowhere. It's just like, wait, who is this? Well, okay, let's look at Iron Man. Fucking Iron Man. Um, Don Cheadle plays War Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But private, but prior to Don Cheadle, it was. Um, 
uh, what's the other guy's name? The dude from uh, Empire. Um, yeah, from Empire. I cannot think of his name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I mean, like things like that, where it's just like, wait, what? Like, what? Why would y'all change this? It worked from the beginning, you know. So I think uh, with him, it was a contract disagreement. But even so, it was it was jarring at first. But then Don Cheadle signed on for you know ten movies, so it's whatever. But <laughs> right, but I mean, but that's what I'm saying. But it's it's. It, that's not the only example. There's a bunch of them out there yeah. of when this happens. It's just like, I don't understand why y'all did this. So who knows? Um, but anyway, so the kid is also there. They're having dinner. The kid's been in college. Um, him and his dad are obviously having some disagreements because he may or may not be smoking cigarettes. Right. Cigarettes. Yeah. And he talks to Nucky. And I like this little thing because you can tell he really looks up to Nucky. Like, Nucky yep. is this dude's idol, and he even tells Nucky, like, I'm smoking cigarettes, and Nucky straight says, like, well, when I was in college, I developed a bunch of bad habits, too. Right. So, um, I'm curious to see where this is going to go. I have a feeling that his son is going to become a much bigger part this season, but now where it's going to go, I'm not for sure. Right. Yeah, and I... I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think yet, because, I mean... I liked the character before, but now it's kind of a where where are you going with him now? Right. Where where is this going? So. <laughs> okay. Well, and we'll find out, I guess, as the show progresses. Yeah. Um, the other little part I have on Nucky's story is he starts talking with this girl that Eddie Cantor has brought along. Um, basically, um, I think her name was Lucy 3.0. Exactly. <laughs> now, and like, I damn, dude, you you absolutely have a type. Well, and but to be fair, whoever though, is dating Eddie Cantor at the moment. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, she says something to him and I don't remember the exact lines, but she says something along the lines that makes him remember Billy. And he basically is just like, yeah, excuse me, I got to go pee real quick. And then Eddie comes well, in and it's a he. And I love that part. And oh, oh, and let me just say that I'm super, super glad Eddie is back. Yes. Because we kind of left off on a rocky. Uh, we weren't sure if he had made it him. or not. <laughs> yeah. He was dying, but fucking, there's Eddie back again. I fucking, oh, I love Eddie. He's, <laughs> he's so awesome. But, um, but no, yeah, Nucky hooks up with Lucy 3.0, and then, um, she basically tells him, like, Oh, well, I heard all the great things you did for Billy, so I figured I'd That's come on it. over and fucking hook up with you. Like, why would you say that? If you're really trying to get yourself ahead in, in, in the industry, why would you tell the person who could get you the hookups that I am hooking up with you for your hookups? Like, like Billy was doing it for the hookup, but she kept it quiet. But she, yeah, she didn't expressly say that. And she played it the way that she needed to play it to further herself, right? And this bitch is just like I'm. I'm doing this for the for the money. She's clearly <laughs> never had a sugar daddy in her entire life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how Nucky just is kind of like, oh, okay, just kind of like walks uh, yeah. out, and then well, all the- 
<laughs> and then he doesn't even he doesn't even come and kick her out. He's just like Eddie, get that bitch out of here. Like, yeah, he's like, um, and not only did you notice it, it's I not even Eddie, movie. it's Eddie, and then it's like his and two bodyguards, two, two fucking goonies in the background. Like, what is this chick gonna do that not even Eddie can't take care of? Like with his yeah, cane right? or something? Because he's got a cane now, so at least he could take her out with a cane. I'm assuming. <laughs> And uh, we see that Nucky is um, looking at some, uh, uh, what is it, some drawings or some photographs or something like that. Um, I put it in. He's out on the balcony. It's He's kind of reminiscing. At yeah, this yeah. Well, I don't even think it's reminiscing. Like, he's looking over some files. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly what he's looking at, but it's, um, I... I from what I saw, it was important information for something like he was looking into expanding. Number one, the hotel that they were at was already like a couple, like maybe a mile or two down the beach from Atlantic City. Right. He wasn't so at was already... it was the, uh, the Albatross, which he's normally at the Ritz. Right. Right. So he's got like a new base of operations. He's expanding, obviously, is right. what they were trying to tell us there. And he was looking into, oh, oh, the map that he saw, it was like Florida, wasn't it? Like, he was looking at maps, and ah. one of them was of Florida. So, I don't know if he's looking to expand even farther down the coast. I don't know what his deal is. Well, that would make sense. I feel like uh, he's he's doing research at the moment. That's what he's looking at. Because, yeah, I mean, if you went to Florida, that would be a whole other coast of, you could possibly right. get booze in or something like that down there. Right. Right. Okay. So that's that's what I thought, and he's already kind of a uh, toyed around with the idea of Caribbean rum. So um, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, that's right. I forgot. A, he has uh, said something about that. Maybe that's a point right there. I don't know. But like I said, I, it was it was very odd. They didn't really explain anything about what he was looking at. But right. um, surely that's going to come up later on in the season. Okay. And that's the last I actually have of his story. I, I guess it for for the show that he is the star, like Nucky's the star of it. Right. It was kind of a small amount that he's on there. Yeah, um, is, it's understandable. They have and it's, mean, yeah, it's, so many characters now that I mean, we're all invested in all of these characters. You gotta you gotta give us a little bit from all of their storylines, right? This is it's getting into the kind of the same territory that uh, Game of Thrones got into, where John John John, <laughs> yeah. John Snow's the, the the star, but you may yeah. go two episodes where you see John Snow for five minutes because yeah, right. we also have a huge investment in other characters. So right. we're kind of into that, unfortunately, with this show, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a yeah, good thing. No, it's a it very is. good thing if you can have that big of a storyline and keep it under control. It makes it so much better. And yep. so far, the writers have shown that they can keep it under control. So I'm Absolutely. I'm excited. Yep. Um, that's all that I have for this episode. Uh, did you have anything else? Mm, no, I think I I think that covers. Yeah, that covers everything. All right. Um, so we have next week's episode, which is uh, resignation. Um, now, before we get into the next episode and I mean we'll be recording here this next week we've done this every season so far the season yep. finale the season uh starter for episode one season one season two episode season three we're now on season four where are you putting this in the other ones that you remember 
Hmm. Well, I feel like um, obviously Richard's storyline is going to be a big part. Okay. Because um, they had him in the first episode. Um, uh, there was one point in this episode where I was like, damn, um, Jimmy is still like his his residual impact is still affecting people. A hundred percent. Yeah, there was there was still there was an there was a moment I can't even tell you where it was because it was while I was watching I was like shit fucking Jimmy is still affecting things yes um so uh, I know that his death and his um whatever loose end there is still there and that's gonna come back well Tommy I mean Tommy I mean that's still right if Jimmy was alive we wouldn't have this story with Tommy right. And so that has to happen this 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 season. Like something has to come from that, something big. Um, so I see that happening. Um, I see, like I said, O'Banion. We haven't we haven't heard nearly enough from him. Uh, and Agent Michael Shannon, like yeah, at all. His his redemption story. I, something is going to come from him in this season. Something major, and I'm oh, I'm so excited about that. Um, I think um, um, Chalky's obviously going to be a big part. Um, I think he's going to feed more into Nucky's storyline by the end of the season. Okay. Um, I feel I feel like Nucky's going to learn something. Okay. Um, maybe Margaret is going to come back into the because we haven't seen her at all. We haven't heard. Yeah, we haven't seen her um, for a while, and so. Um, she she has to come back in somehow. Um, who else? Uh, fucking Doyle is gonna come come out and surprise us <laughs> once again. Once at again, point, at some point, cause... that's what he do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fucking idiot savant. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of. I, I feel like I'm more up in the air about what's going to happen this season than I have been in any previous season. Okay, I feel like I've I've had an idea of what's going on. I've I've been wrong most of the time, <laughs> but I've had I've had more of an idea of what I thought was going to happen than you have with this one. Than I have with this one. I, I feel like this season is up in the air. Okay, anything can happen. There's there's so many things that could happen that uh, that it, it could go it it could happen all the things could happen all of the things <laughs> all right well um that's all that i have did you have anything you wanted to add to it no no i don't think so all right so um thank you all so much for coming in um this is going to be kind of a choppy season we are um going to see what's happening cuz there's a highly good chance that there's a hundred percent chance I will have a baby during the season. Well, I will not, but my wife will be having a baby during this season. Uh, there's a 100% chance. 100% chance of that happening. So, um, if we may or may not be going on a break in the middle of the season, I'm trying to work some stuff out. Uh, but we are definitely going to keep trucking through this. We're too far into this to quit. So yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but we are continuing with this. So, um, people please write in, um, give us some information. And if you want to be a guest on the show, like I said, write in, let us know if Hell you want yeah, to be a guest because we are always looking for other people to be on. And that would actually help out with this season and getting us this season moving along and um, 
it just it just makes it so much funner getting another perspective. So yeah. please write in at bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at bootlegging a boardwalk empire podcast. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at bootlegging.podcast and on uh, Instagram at bootleg.podcast as well. Um, write us in. Tell us what you think is going on. It makes it so much more fun. Yep. All right, everybody. Um, we're going to go on a break and we'll be back to talk about episode two next week. Thank you so much. I'm going to fight them all. A seven-nation army couldn't hold me back They're gonna rip it off Taking their time right behind my back And I'm talking to myself at night Because I can't forget Back and forth through my mind Behind a cigarette